All right, and welcome to First Thought of the Day. Season two, I'm sitting here with Aaron Ingbrecht. Hey, season two, I can't believe we're here. And believe it or not, we had a wildly popular idea to bring in a third host. Everyone said that we were just not very good together, so we needed somebody better. So ladies and gentlemen, Mallory Eaton. Here I am, in the flesh. Listen, if you, if you comment enough, at least more than Mr. Sturt, then you get to come on the show. That's how it works. Mr. Sturt, I believe that is called throwing down the gauntlet. So see what you got there. But we are tremendously excited to be back. This is season two, um, episode one, season two, first thought of the day. Hopefully you're listening to us on Podbean or or one of the other many places you could listen to us here. Um, so I guess let's let's start off. We don't really have a whole lot of comments from the last nine dead months. Been but a little uh, barren there in the summer months. That that it did. Um, so what's everybody been up to? Let's let's uh, let's get to know Mallory Eaton just a little bit better. Go ahead, Mal. Well, um, I'm back into coaching. So under the the leadership of uh, John Hutton, I've stepped back into the volleyball world, and it was so fun. It was great. I missed coaching so much, and yeah, we had a pretty good season on top of it. Um, so that was weird getting used to again, but it was great. You guys um, had a phenomenal season. We did. We uh, technically conference champs. I know we are still an independent, but we are saying we're conference champs. Undefeated in the conference. I don't know why you wouldn't say that. I know as for unified coaches, we were conference champs yeah. this yep. year. So The T-shirts are still being made. That's great. Yep. Yeah, I, I support it. Um, but, no, it was great. It was a great season. Um, really brought back a passion of mine out on so that's been great and but now it's done and i get to rest a little bit and we're just gearing up for the holidays and what you're basically telling us is once that season's over it's time to start recording some podcast yeah how about you mr ingbrecht uh i had a good summer good summer hanging out with the kiddos all my uh those of you that don't know he has 27 children at home the fleet of children um it's been a good fall you know we coach flag football together so we had a good time we took a team and i think we really improved I mean, from day one to day whatever, 100. And I know I've, I've. it's not just coach speak on this one, but um, from where we started on day one with, with kids that never played flag football, some had never seen a football game before, and getting out there and actually competing and winning some games, it was it was a tremendous fun. We'll amount see of fun. this. First play of the season, we were down six to nothing after the first play. And, yeah, that's uh, true. We ended up winning some games, so. A whole lot yeah, of fun. A whole yep. lot of fun. And then, uh, yeah, now, in the swing of things, pod season. Uh, pod season, baby. Ready to roll. Yeah, it's it's really weird, uh, just kind of reflecting on this. Um, those of you that don't know, this is called First Thought of the Day, and this basically came about because Mr. Ingbrecht and I would sit around and we'd, we'd talk. And these were these are quite literally our first thoughts of the day, right? I, I know that... that you know, we, we wake up, and at least when I wake up, I've got something crazy going through my head, something big, something ready to go. And this just kind of gives us a forum to talk about it. Maybe you think it's interesting, too. Maybe you don't. But uh, if, if you do, we're, you know, get other people to listen with you. So yeah, I love how you call me Mr. Angbrecht on the podcast. You almost never call me that. Yeah, it's, it's so formal. It's like, hey, it's really strange to do it. Um, I usually just call you Slim Shady. That's right. Um, and what do you tend to call me? The chupacabra. That's or right. Just chup. That's right. All the that's right. That stuff. So, but yeah, as far as the the unified goes, it was unbelievable to see the improvement. 
I mean, I, I know that that's not just coach speak. So if anybody's listening, we got better this year. We got a, a lot better. And, and it was it was a whole lot of fun to be around, a whole lot of good just good folks to be around. Um, yeah, for me, it's all the same, same classroom, you know, same kid, same dog. I do have a cat now, oh. which I know you're not a cat person. but not. this So this is a real, this is for real. People don't believe this. But is your cat's name Eleanor Rigby? It is right. Not named that. Oh. It's named. His name is Joe, as in Joe? Joey Ramone. So for the I'm not sure if it'd be a cup of Joe. Cup of Joe. Well, so her name was Josephine. Here we go. And uh, I guess I didn't inspect closely enough because when I took her to the vet, the vet comes out and says, "Well, I've got some news for you, Dad." And I thought, "Oh no, she's gonna have kittens, right?" Well, it's a it's a boy. So and. I learned a lot more about cat anatomy that day than I ever thought I would need to know. But but this cat, and this is for real, I will take him, like he'll just be, he's kind of an indoor-outdoor cat. He will go, and when I, I grab the leash for, for Bentley, our dog, to go for a walk, he wants to go for a walk with us too. And we will go to the park, and he will just walk, and everybody pauses and looks at us like we're the biggest weirdos on planet, which arguably we are. It's like everything stops. You know, like those scenes in like movies where there's like the bar and they open the door and all the the music stops and everybody like just stares. At it. That's what it's yeah. like walking Joe in the park. So the, the real question is: Is it a surf cat? Well, I believe we, as a zip code four six nine one zero, have room for only one surf cat. All right, and that's that's all we have. So, um, so let's we're gonna gonna have some questions for each other since this is my topic this week. I'm going to have Ingbrecht have a question and have Maldog ask a question here, too. Um, so go right ahead, whichever one of you wants to ask first. All right, here we go. What would you drive you more crazy? 24 hours of daylight continuously or 24 hours of midnight darkness continuously? Maldog? So I am a creature of the night. Uh, so I think I would prefer mostly darkness. She is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> um, because to go to sleep, if it's like broad daylight, I, I can't. So um, I, I am very much a, a creature of the night, and I could, you know, just turn on lights if I want light. I don't think I could do it forever, though. Yeah. Like it would, if it was just a twenty-four hour deal, I could not do the Alaska thing where it's dark for like months or light. But yeah, I would pick darkness. After after a full year, though, you'd be like, okay, I'm burnout. Yeah, yeah. I'm the exact opposite. I am a creature of the light. I don't hang upside down in a cave like Maldog does, apparently. I like I like the, the day. Um, most of my time is indoors, away from any natural sunlight anyway. <laughs> so it might explain my pasty complexion. But um, but no, I, I'd rather have that. You can do stuff, right? Like you can go do, and if it's dark, you can just close your eyes and it's you're fine. So the upgraded studio, Valley Studio 2. Valley Studio we 2. We have windows now. We've got nice lights. Man. The spotlight for those of you that aren't that can't see us, which is pretty much everyone, there's a spotlight on Ingbrecht right now. It's He's unbelievable. It, it's in, it's intense, but I can handle it. Well, so far so good. So far so good. How right. about you, Maldog? You got a question for us? I do. Um, so, does your reputation matter to you, Ingbrecht? What yeah, do you I'll think? take that first. Um, it does, probably too much at times, but I think. The type of person that I want to be and the type of person that is perceived by others, 
I find that to be really valuable and important. And so, you know, I want to be a I want to be a good teacher. I want to be a good dad. I want to be a good husband. And it's important to me that I'm seen as such. And I think, as much as I could say, oh, it doesn't matter, you know, their opinion of of what I am in those, um, it does matter. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree with you all the way on that. I. Again, those that kind of know me know that I'm a little bit crazy and goodness only knows what's going to happen. I might be barking at you in the hallway. I might be dancing. But so that that type of thing doesn't matter to me. But the thought of having that not there, having people like the negative thoughts really is, I don't know, that's something that, that does matter to me. So I'd, I'd rather, it does. And I think, I don't think that's necessarily, it's the way you were talking, it sounded like that was almost, you were almost ashamed or almost negative about it, but it's. I don't know that there's anything wrong with that part. Yeah. I think obsessing over what people think of me and do they like me? Do they accept me? I don't I don't have that right. really anywhere, but the the idea of how am I perceived, that does matter sure. to me. Yeah. Sure. So, because we have a brand new host named Mallory Eaton, we are now ready for the first installment ever. Are you guys ready for the first installment ever of Maldog's Media Minute? Let's go. Maldog, take it away. Let's go. All right, so um, I kind of thrive on randomness, if you know me at all. And so, um, again, I'm a health teacher, and I, I kind of into all those things, but this randomly came up, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion on it. So often in school, we're talking about AI, right? Artificial intelligence, and we're even, you know, doing lessons and, and talking about what good can com come from it and also the not-so-good parts, mm -hmm. right? Sure. So I'm listening to NPR. I know you're an NPR person, yeah. right? And, I haven't uh, listened to it lately, though. Well, here's your, here's your sign to listen to it again, I guess. Um, but anyway, so there's a new AI thing, and um, this was originally brought out by the Mayo Clinic, right? But they have a new type of intelligence that in 10 seconds from just listening to your voice, so they, they have you say this um, sentence, mm -hmm. and in 10 seconds just from your voice, it can tell if you have diabetes or not. What? Are you sure? Hold it's, on. This is real. Real life. That's not where I thought you were going. No. I thought you were like the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy mm -hmm. dog. I thought you were going to be like... Oh, they can take your voice and now generate. Yeah, I thought like, so too. Like you can say anything. Mm -hmm. So let me get this straight. So I can talk for ten seconds into a mm -hmm. microphone. Yes. And they will be able to, from the my voice modulation or pitch or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You are, you have diabetes. Type two, to be specific. But get yeah, so the Mayo here. Clinic did like they fascinating. Did this. And um, so they use your voice with basic health data. And they use that data. Um, with the AI to like create um, a model that will say whether or not you could have type 2 diabetes. So, really crazy stuff. And I cannot wait for the fan mail to be rolling in from Mal Dog's Media Minute. That was just wonderful. That was great. Thank you. Anything for you all. So, this is uh, for those again that, that don't really know this. These are legitimate first thoughts, at least for me. I, I don't know this for everybody, but when I wake up in the morning, a lot of times these are the things that are bouncing around the old cranium. So, um, but this is so today's topic, and I'm really interested in what you guys have to say about this. But I want to talk about dreams. Mm -hmm. 
love dreams. Yeah, the idea of, of what we dream, how we dream, why do we dream. So my first thought was this, right? So I had just had a, a dream. This was been a while now. But I just had a dream as if I were watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Right? You guys yep. have mm-hmm. probably yeah, had I get that. that. And so I was, it was like that first person, but it didn't feel like coming through my senses. It felt like a video game. I mean, it felt like an actual something that I was seeing. And so my first thought when I woke up was, if I am, you know, as a guy who grew up, obviously watching TV, watching films, um, if I know this, and I know this as a medium. Wait, you didn't grow up Amish? I did. <laughs> oh. Contrary to popular belief, no, I did not. Apologize to all of our Amish viewers. Listeners? Yeah, listeners. Because <laughs> if we have viewers right now, then I've got a whole lot of questions. But, <laughs> but as, as, we, as I'm thinking about this, I had that point of view because I've seen all those, I've seen things filmed. I wonder what, how people dreamed before we had cinema we had mm-hmm. television or or even like I wonder what the change was when when it was just radio or I wonder what happened when we had books when that was I wonder what you know what cave people dreamed about yeah back in the day Any probably thoughts? food probably food, food. Would be my best <laughs> probably a lot of gathering and hunting yes. going on in that but but I don't know what do you guys think I think uh I think people would would hear stories you know there was a lot of uh, stories passed along word of mouth uh, gather around the campfire, you know, hear grandpa tell the story. And I think, you know, kids that would hear that, I think their imagination would just run wild. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would, I would imagine that they're just the creativity in their mind would just like explode or so, even, or even written if it was, if it was books, something so in written your mind, that, that described in your mind. So do you think there has been a fundamental change? And again, there's no way I to do. quantify. Yeah, I do. I, I think that, um, Man, in some ways, maybe maybe TV and cinema has limited what our dreams can even like produce, because maybe our dreams, our 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 thoughts are based on the information that we've seen. I don't know. I, I yeah. I, I think that what somebody would have pictured from a story or from reading maybe would be much more elaborate than what the eyes see and pick up. No, I, I think that's 100% valid. I, it, it's an interesting, to me at least, when I was a kid, and I would watch, I've, I've always kind of been drawn to scary movies, mm-hmm. right? I've always thought they were really fun and really you know, like that, but I'd dream about them. Yeah. And then I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to watch scary movies for a while, right? Just because that was, I don't know. It, how about you guys? Do you have anything like that? So mine's more... Um... I, I to go off what you said. I yeah. think some of it could be maybe it is limiting some of our imagination, but also I think about like my kids and they're they're gonna see things, you know, having an iPad or whatever, they're gonna yeah. see things that they never would have thought of before. So maybe it could go either way, sure. I guess. Yeah. Um, but my the dreams that I couldn't stand were like where you feel like you can't run or, or speak, like oh, you're yeah. trying to yell or or those things. Um I I watched a lot of scary movies and stuff growing up too, and so mine wasn't so much like about the being chased or the monster. It was like, I could not move. I couldn't run or yell. And then you'd like wake up and be yeah. like, oh, well, that was crazy. So I have a recurring dream in the sense that um, the idea is recurring, but the, the dream itself, like there's differences about it. So a lot of times I'll be playing basketball in my dreams. Mm-hmm. Not, I guess not a lot, but every now and then I get a basketball dream. 
And almost always, I'm not just good in my dream, but I'm dominant. Okay. Like insane. Like, you know, stealing the ball, running the court, like Duncan. an NBA jam. Yes. Oh, it's just yeah, it's it's totally like you are Clyde Drexler. At least. Wow. <laughs> um but recently, this is a dream I've had in the last couple of weeks here. Uh, I had a dream that I was playing in the Bremen Elementary Middle School where, where I would have played when I was younger. And in a game, out there on the floor, kind of a close game. We're kind of pulling away in the end. I wasn't destroying it, but I remember thinking in the game, okay, it's time to put on a show. Were you and playing elementary school kids? Were you swatting so, elementary school so, kids? Well, listen, this is me. This is me. This is middle school me in a middle oh, okay. school game. You didn't clarify that yeah. it was middle school I mean, you. I thought you were in there I, just swatting assumed, fifth grade. Well, I assume yeah. he was saying, okay. I've been having this dream so, a lot. That's no. what he said, so, I know. So foreshadowing, I assumed I was middle school. Okay, so I'm, I, I just think, okay, it's time to turn it on. Steal the ball, go down, I go up. Everybody's thinking it's a layup. Boom. You know, like a nice tomahawk jam. Just thunder. And I remember coming down and running back down the court and looking at the bleachers. There's only bleachers on one side of that gym. And people are just like in awe. They're like shocked. They're stunned. Okay. Like not even a ton of cheering. Just like, what just happened? I do it again. I go down. I just do this like insane dunk. And I do it a few times. I'm stealing the ball, hitting some threes, you know, running up the score there at the end. Buzzer sounds, and people are cheering after that. Sounds like Michael Scott over here. Here we go. Or Michael Scorn. Yeah. Uh, game ends. We go to shake hands. And all of a sudden, I realize I'm a lot bigger than the people I'm shaking hands with. <laughs> and the with. rim was eight, eight <laughs> foot rim. And all of a sudden, I'm becoming very aware that this is co-ed middle school, and there's an awful lot of girls. <laughs> I know no one saw me, but I just cringed. Yeah. I promise you I did right there. That, that was the unusual twist that I'm not familiar with in most of my dreams where all, and I actually, I felt bad. Yeah. I was just like, Well, I oh, sure man. hope so. Like, what, what did I just do? I totally, and, and, and then of course the dream, I went into the locker room and it was a weird maze that ended up in like an Olympic pool type area. You know, just odd. Wow. Weird, weird stuff. I really can't but, wait for the comments that they're going to come running yeah. in about Aaron Ingbricks. Hey, it was fun. dream life. When there. you got it, you got it. Yeah, that's right. Right? Clearly. I also, wildly veering away from that, um, but I, I was wondering too, like what what role art has played, right? Oh yeah, mm -hmm. like like in back in the day, right? So let's let's just say pre nineteen hundred. Mm -hmm. Let's just call it that. There were a lot of landscape paintings, a lot of still life, a lot of just objects. You know, kind of the famous ones like all the bowls of fruit that have been painted mm -hmm. over the years. But then. In the 1900s, right, 20th century, we had cameras mm -hmm. that could now take those pictures right. better than anybody could ever paint them. So artists then had to sort of come through and say, well, time to bring in the imagination, right? Sure. We've got surrealism, mm -hmm. we've got um, cubism, we've got all of that, the, the big movements where, where it's all abstract. I wonder what role even that has played mm. in the way people have dreamed. Because now we're not just talking about about when you're asleep, but we're talking about like your fundamental imagination and how that's maybe been altered by technology. There's got to be studies out there when, oh, yeah. when, when changes like that have taken a place. But how do you quantify that? How could you make a study about your dreams? That would be the thing because... I think, I think you'd have to have people that study dreams 
just before that, like if, if somebody were around at the advent of TV or television or cinema or whatever, and they had studied dreams before and then studied dreams after, I guess they wouldn't know see what, what to study before. Sure. Well, it would have to would, be your brainwave activity. It yeah. would have to be... And that's not something that they were right. doing 50 years ago or right. 75 years ago. Well, and they, I know they can track like your your REM cycle sleep and, and brainwave, brainwave activity, but I don't even know how you would measure that, mm. like in regards to, yeah, you know, the difference of what you're dreaming about. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. How, how do you measure something that you don't know will change? And that you like, can't, how do you, how do you, you predict? can't predict. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I, I wonder, because you mentioned the iPad and mm-hmm. being on the, I wonder how that's changed our kids you know, the, the, our teenagers that we have that mm-hmm. are constantly on their phone, constantly connected, I wonder how that has changed them in their imaginative, yeah. mm-hmm. in their, their dream life, right? Well, even look at video games, right? They're mm. so realistic yeah. now. Like, I remember back in the Sega days where it yep. was, like, pixelated. But I do know that it has changed um, vision. There's been so much more, mm-hmm. and I always get these backwards, but I think nearsighted, if you can't see far away, right? It's uh-huh. flipped. So um, I have seen that there are studies that eye issues from devices are like just rampant now from, sure. you know, having a screen here. So mm-hmm. it's got to have some kind of effect on have, your brain. Have you guys ever come up with a, like a, a good idea in a dream? Oh, like yeah. Like you've dreamt and you've oh, been yes, like, yes, yes, and then yes. you wake up and you're like, that's it. Like, that's I want to run with that. Yeah. What, do you remember it? I oh. don't. Okay. <laughs> I, I remember it was because... Okay, so here's how boring I am. Mm-hmm. You're dreaming about just dominating young boys and girls in middle a school game. children. That's wow, you know, kudos. But like, my dreams are always pretty pedestrian. Like, mm. I'm grading I'm, papers. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Like I would. I remember when I coached football, I'd be here from seven thirty to seven thirty. Yeah. Right. It was a twelve hour just constant football. I'd go home, and that's what I dream about. Mm-hmm. Right. That that yeah. my mind said looks. Let's keep going with this. Yeah, I'll dream about teaching. I'll dream about driving home. <laughs> right? Um, that's how boring I am. Yeah. Um, but there were times like when I was in school, because I'd be dreaming about school, mm-hmm. right? That we'd be having some disagreements in a group project or there's something that I needed to do. And I would figure it out in my dream. Yeah. I, that happened. That's happened quite a few times. So I have a specific moment. I, I was... Uh... About six or eight years away, I really got into the gamification of the classroom, like uh, simulations, scenarios, things like that. And um, I, uh, I had this one class. It was a new class, business management. The content was really dry, so I was trying to think of ways to, to gamify what we were talking about. And I just it must have been just right there in the forefront of my brain constantly. And so what I did... Um, Prefrontal cortex. There we go. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, science man. Um, so anyway, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I called it, I called it. Anyways, I remember waking up from this dream and just being like, that's it. That's, that's the game I want to play and going to school the next day and, or that, that day, I guess that morning and telling my class guys, I had a dream about this game. I remember Super just cool. typing all that I could about it just so I would have it there. And for and those then, of you, no one here can see it, but he is mimicking typing <laughs> furiously yeah. as if he is angry at the keyboard. I'll just There's say There's actually it like smoke that. coming from my fingers. It's right. right. unreal. Um, but I, just remember, I remember telling my class, too, guys, I dreamt this last night. Let's try it. And they were just Dude. like, what? No, you didn't. I'm like, yeah. And I even told them about the dream. And then we 
played the game and it actually worked and it was a game that I, I kept and I kind of tweaked over the years and um, I don't teach that class anymore but it was a good one. So it, it, either of you have any kind of crazy dream stories of, of like some some weird stuff that, that you wouldn't mind sharing because to be fair that's pretty freaky I think to a lot of people but it's Freaky and a productive, sure, mm -hmm. it, it, and it's probably it's awesome. I wish I could do that all the time. Yeah, me too. And I, I think a lot of people may kind of justify that and say, "Well, it was his. You know, he had that in his subconscious, mm -hmm. and he was finally able to unlock it." But are there things that maybe you can't explain, or something that's kind of weird? So uh, yeah, I have a crazy dream when I and I remember this vividly from kindergarten. And I still remember it to this wow. day. So we talked about reoccurring. Yeah. So my mom had bought me some uh, sea monkeys. So you know, the oh, old yeah. school like flakes. I don't even know what they actually are. They're like little shrimp or something. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so she gets me these sea monkeys. Plankton. Is that what they are? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's a vocabulary word that I didn't think I'd ever get to using. I have no idea what it is, but it's just the word plankton. I'll have in. to look it up. So sea monkeys. Sea monkeys. So I accidentally, as a kindergartner, spilled some of the sea monkeys on my carpet. And yes, it was like shag brown, oh, wonderful yeah. oh, carpet. Oh man, this is pure 1970s. It is. Yeah, it is. I had um, Lion King decor on the walls. I mean, I was I was crushing it, but anyways. You had no worries for the rest of your day. I did, well I did, because in my dream, I had a dream I'm in that same house and the sea monkeys were mad that I had killed them, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so they grew to like, do you remember the really old school like uh, swamp monsters with like oh, the yeah. webbed yeah. hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I don't know if I saw that on like a TV show as a sure. kid. It was like a weird face. Like yeah. A like a suction face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, that so, a he was that a He-Man villain or something? I think it was. Okay. Well, that's what these sea monkeys turned into. They were literal like massive huge things and they were like trying to break in my window and chase me through the house and every, I remember for years I would have this dream that like I, I spilled them this he-man of a monster, sea monster looking guy would try to get me and then I'd wake up, like I'd be running away and I'd wake up at the same point every single time. But you don't mess with the Mally cat. That's right, you don't. But I had that for <laughs> years and I still have no idea. And That's I remember crazy. it like it was yesterday. Has it happened recently? No, I've never had it. I just remember as a kid and it just never went away. Like I never forgot about it. Did it ever come true? Not yet. Plankton. Plankton. <laughs> <laughs> so here's our question. For everybody, I, I think I know for, for one, I've got I've got quite a few dream stories mm -hmm. to, to share. Um, some some just some odd, weird things that have kind of been going on over the years. It just I, I don't even know. There's no explanation. I don't know. I mean, it, and it, it's always interesting to read in the Bible how mm -hmm. it, it seems like every dream meant something. Mm -hmm. I think nowadays we're really in the in the. It's just the, your neurons firing, your synapses are going crazy, and it's your kind of your playground for the night, and it's your junkyard, all this stuff. Um, so here's our question for for everybody out there, and be sure if, to, to share if you can. But go to uh, go to our comments page on Podbean, um, and let's hear from you. Let's see if anybody's got any good stories out there, interesting dream stories, any other theories about um, you know what what these are, maybe some, some cool things, maybe settle the plankton debate once and for all, you know, whatever you got. What is a sea monkey? Yeah, please please comment. So, anything else to add before we say goodbye? I'm good. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad to be a part of the pod. Glad yes, to be here, is, boys. It is fun to be back. Don't forget 
We're on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Player FM, and Samsung. Check your podcast for that. Please drop us a note, and we will see you next week on First Thought of the Day.